Now, this is a story about a college boy named James who is suffering from sleep paralysis. He goes to college for his engineering degree, which is in, which is in electrical engineering. His problem is that he's, he's having trouble staying asleep because he has all these hallucinations because it's the cause of sleep paralysis. Now, there are many causes that cause sleep paralysis, but in this story, we're going to cover how he feels, what his life is like, and how does he deal with it. And also, we might even cover how you may be able to help a person in this situation. Welcome to Psychology Pointer, the show that gives you tips and tricks on how you can use psychology to help yourself and the people around you. So, what is sleep paralysis? Sleep paralysis is the feeling of being conscious but unable to move or respond to your environment. It occurs when a person passes between states of wakeness, wakefulness, and sleeping, which is basically you just woke up from a nap or something like that. That's when you're and you have these hallucinations going on. That's what sleep paralysis is. During these during this episode or transitioning you may hear voices or see hallucinations, but you may not you may not physically be able to move or speak. This can last for a few seconds to a couple minutes, depending on the person. So with that out of the way, let's jump into our story. I wake up unable to move or speak. I felt trapped. When I looked to the side of my bed, there it was, standing there staring at me, a dark, shadowy figure. I didn't know what it was or what it was or what it is, but I was scared nonetheless. At the same time, I was unable to move or speak, but I really wanted to. Around two minutes passed and I was unable to move. I was able to move again. I felt my heart beating rapidly. Once I was able to catch my breath, I got up, I got up from my bed and grabbed my phone. Looked at the time and it was 5, 5.40 a.m. I wanted to go back to sleep, but I was a little too scared to. And since my class started at 8 a.m., I decided to catch up on some work because I kind of needed to. So that's what I did. I catched up on some work for my engineering class. I had to do some project about circuits and how they function between between off and on. So no, no big deal on that one. Around three hours passed, and I was almost done with a little bit of my homework, but I still had a lot to do. Since I, I, since I wasn't able to fall back asleep, I decided to go on my phone and maybe watch a few videos, scroll to Facebook, see what other people are doing. Once 7 a.m. passed by, I got ready for my first class, so I, so I didn't have to worry too much. My dorm room wasn't too far away from the college. As a matter of fact, it was quite close. The classroom that I needed to go to was C104. This meant that I had to go to the building C, room 104. The colleges had five buildings. All of them had letters assigned to their names. A, B, C, D, and E. But that doesn't matter, because I spent most of my time in building C and A. So I got up, got ready for, for school. I put a ch- put on a church church pants, and carried on. I checked out everything in my book bag. I had I have all my notes. 
everything ready for today. So instead of actually going, so I actually made myself some coffee before going, going to school. So I got the coffee, coffee maker ready. I put the filter and basically poured myself a little bit of coffee. It took a few minutes to make it ready, but I was able to, to get it rolling. So I, I put coffee. Once I put coffee in, into my system, I had, I was wide awake and decided to walk over to the campus. Since my class started at eight o'clock, I had enough time. It was only around seven thirty-seven. Once I entered the build, building C, I quietly and I quietly entered the. I quietly entered the, the building. A few students were walking around, but not much else. The outside of the building was made out of dark gray blocks with maroon double doors with a small window in the middle. I walked around for a little bit. Once I got to the room of once I got to my room, which is one oh four in building C, I waited a little bit. There's already students waiting there, but that doesn't matter. I looked over my notes and sort of tried to prepare what am I going to do for this class. I also looked at the syllabus and figured out what's going to happen today in that in this class. Not, not too much. It seems pretty simple. Around a few minutes have passed and I was already 7.52 and the teacher has never really been late. This is probably the first time that they will be late. Usually they're here early, that's why I'm saying this, but that that's not the point of this. I felt kind of tired. I'm still thinking about what happened, what happened this morning, because I never really had this experience, and it was actually my first experience. Was I hallucinating? Was that a nightmare? I don't know. But I can tell you something. That was a really scary experience. So around around seven fifty two comes around, or seven fifty seven comes around. And the professor is walking down the hallway. Nothing too much. The professor's name is Professor Fogman. He is my engineering teacher. He's one of those kind old men that that wants to see everybody succeed, but at the same time, he's still pretty. He's still he's still great, pretty forcefully. Which, at the same time, you want to have him as your teacher, but at the same time. He's not the easiest one to convince you to get extra credit, even though you really needed it. At the same time, he will be gladly to help you on on assignments without a problem. So he came in, opened the classroom with his key, and we got in. So he sat down on his on the front desk, and we also picked seats. I I normally don't know much people in my engineering class. So I don't really bother. So I turned in my assignments about circuits and how to turn them off and on and what current what current runs through which one. I'm I'm a little lost, so I, I'm not gonna go into detail about it, but you get the idea. I'll I'll get the idea once I, I get it. I turned in my paper and and he's be glad to see that I actually turned the paper because I usually my assignments are either on time or kind of late, but that's not the point. 
I sat back down, trying to hope that the class ends. And we did this sort of group collab where we share our strip, our electrical circuits with other groups or in a small group. There are three other people in there, Andrew and Eric. But at the same time, now, but at the same time, I felt kind of comfortable. I don't know what Eric is actually doing in this class. He's just my roommate. But at the same time, it's kind of, it's kind of neat to have someone that's going into the same field as you and as your roommate. But I never actually get to see him in my room because he's usually out, like, he's usually out, he's usually out driving around, finding his old business. The way that he makes money is basically he, he does taxi for Uber, which is not too common nowadays. Since Eric is my roommate, I should describe him a little bit more. James is, is sort of brown with or black, sort of brown with brown hair, about not really much else. He knows a bit or two about things, but you know, he's like your typical African American, those braided hairs that you see on people. Real nice guy to be around. But I actually, I actually get along with Eric quite well, even though sometimes he can be a messy roommate. Once we were done sharing our circuits, we went, we went back to our seats and basically listened to a lecture about Professor Fogg explaining who, who and why engineers are important in the electrical field, and how we can change the world by, by literally providing power to many, many people. Now, now around, around a little bit longer, the class ends, and I don't have to worry about much else. I have a little bit of a break between, between times before my next class started, which is English. But that doesn't matter. I go over there to my English class five minutes early. The door is open and I can enter the classroom with no problem. Now I sat down, there's a few people waiting, but I, I don't really know them much. But I really do enjoy this class. Now we're talking about poetry and stuff like that, and how, how famous writers become famous writers over how creative thinking works. Not much different in that, but I really do enjoy it. Now, around an extra five minutes pass by, and the class starts. And then we have, and we have a, a kind of Professor Serenity shows up for a little bit. She is a writing teacher. She's very strict, but kind in some areas. She's willing to work with you, even if you are having a hard situation, which is why everybody loves her. Even though she's short and she looks like a mean old lady that you will see it in the back of a warehouse. She's still pretty nice. She is kind of old, but not too old. She's like that mid, that mid-30s range. She always wears this big jacket that makes her look even bigger than she actually is. But once she takes it out, she looks a little bit more skinnier. Not nonetheless. 
but the best part about this class is that I get to see my crush, Avery. Avery is a very beautiful girl to be around with, but I barely have a chance to talk to her. She is black with long hair, with blue, shining eyes like stars. And she's always kind of like wearing a skirt, but there's times where she wears pants. But there's not really much else to do. She is like an angel to me, but she doesn't know it. I have talked to her once in a while, but not too much. Though the problem is, Sarah doesn't really like me, and, and Avery and Sarah are best friends. She always has this nasty attitude to towards me, which is kind of sassy, but you know, at the same time, I know she doesn't like me, because she only gives sassy attitude to people she doesn't like. She has long blonde hair, mostly wears blue jeans, and a short, and a shirt tank top shirt that shows a little bit of her belly, with a, with green po polka dots, but not much else. She does switch her outfit once in a while, but usually she sticks with green and red. Not much else. This class, other than that, this class is pretty good. Now, once we got all the characters all set up, we can move on to our, our next spot. Now, when, once the class was over, I can head down, head back to my dorm room, and basically catch up on a little bit of work. Once 9, nine o'clock hits, I went back to bed. And the problem came back, but this time it was worse. I woke up around 5 o'clock, I'm not too sure. But this time, instead of one figure, there were three standing in each corner of my bed, staring at me. I woke up unable to move, frightened, wanted to scream, but wasn't able to. They were there again. I can feel their presence, it felt like they were like... Haunting me. So scary that I wasn't able to even get up, but at the same time I wanted to. This lasted around a few seconds. Probably minutes. But it felt decades for me. I just wanted it to be over as quickly as possible. Once I got up, I screamed, Ah! That's when I woke up Eric, my roommate. He was kind of worried about me, but at the same time pissed off, because... At the same time, he does wake up earlier than me. He said, what's wrong, James? Um, I, I, I've been seeing things. I, I just don't feel good, I said to Eric. Well, it's still kind of early. Get some sleep. I told Eric, I kind of don't want to. I'm just not feeling it today. And this is the second time this happened to me. So I'm like, what's going on? I don't know, I don't know if I'm taking medications or anything like that. I mean, I am, I am taking Tylenol for like my back pain and stuff like that. But that's not, that shouldn't be the cause. Can it be the cause? I don't know. So, I wake up next morning. It is a Wednesday, but I don't have any classes this Wednesday because it is a holiday after all. So I decided to go for a walk in the park, but I wasn't able to get rid of the mind of the. Of the demons that I saw last night. 
I wasn't able to move. I wasn't able to speak. And once I actually got got up, everything just like snapped back to reality and it's like they were never there. What is this? What is this feeling? This can't be a nightmare because I know I woke up. I'm still kind of confused. Could this be some like schizophrenia? No. A couple hours passed and I was kind of walking around the park. I know I had to like get an essay done for my English class, but I wasn't too worried about that. I just really wanted to know what was going on with me. That's when I realized I can probably, that's when I realized, can this be sleep paralysis? This probably can be sleep paralysis, maybe. I am having a little bit of stress. So once I actually figured out that it probably is sleep paralysis, as much as I don't want to admit it, I went to Eric. I went back to my dorm room and talked to Eric. Hey Eric. I think I may, I may be having sleep paralysis. Eric looked at me with shock and confusion at the same time. That look that makes you think, is he lying? He, he could be telling the truth, but he could be lying. Like, like you're in a sort of a, of a prank between a prank and being honest, but you don't really know which one it is. So I, I told him what I had been experiencing the, few, the two nights that I slept. He shrugged it off. He said, "Shrug it off," and said, "Just calm down. You probably had a little bit too much stress." We'll go. We'll go to the bar and have a few drinks and nothing else. Now, we were going to go to the bar, but but I told Eric not to drive because we're all gonna get really wasted. So we we did the same thing. We did the smart, responsible thing and called an Uber. Once we got to the bar which is called Shine Beer Bright I don't know something about Shine Bright Beer I went in we had a few drinks we talked a little bit and we sat down and we talked a little bit Eric said what's on your mind You, I, I know you've been stressed we're both being electrical engineering and it's not necessarily easy to be that so I told him a few things the first thing I told him is that I actually want to go out on a date with Avery, but I'm not able to actually ask her out. Now, this is kind of easy for Eric to say because he's been on many dates. But what what he doesn't know is that Tinder doesn't really count. And I don't really like using that stupid app anyways. Eric said, well, you can ask her out. And if she says no, the worst thing that you can do is go on a dating app. And just swipe right until you actually enjoy something. Until you actually get a date. I still don't really like the idea of that. But it feels comfortable to actually, if things go south, you have a plan B. Which, at the same time, how is that even a real thing? So then I actually told him what I experienced during the sleep process. Eric said, well... During the night. I said. Well. I've been kind of having like these. Weird phases where I wake up. But I'm not able to actually understand. Or move around or interact with my environment. While I see these like demonic figures. Walking around. 
Eric is like confused, but at the same time, as she's you have that experience that you want to like help you, but he's like he doesn't know how to, which is a pretty common experience when you can't really help someone. Well, maybe you need to like take a rest, go to sleep a little bit earlier, and to calm you down, just listen to some jazz while you fall asleep. Eric said. So I took his advice. We drank a few beers. And we were kind of drunk. We said a few things to each other that we probably shouldn't have said in public. And we sort of got kicked out of the bar eventually. Eventually we walked around the night. Trying to figure out what, what we're doing. Until eventually one of us said we're retarded. Call, call, one of us should call an Uber. Or some crap like that. Apparently we kind of did. I don't remember who paid for the Uber or what Uber we called. But we got in. The lady wasn't too proud of us being on the Uber. And we probably were a bit obnoxious or a bit annoying at the same time. But we got through it. Once we got home or to our dorm room, we, we fell right asleep like rocks. Like heavy rocks hitting the bottom sea. We went straight to sleep. Now this night, I actually slept kind of comfortable. And I actually enjoyed it. Now Thursday, I had to go to school and do the same things over and over. Now I woke up kind of late for my class. It was I woke up around 8 o'clock exactly. So, my class actually started at 8 o'clock, so I had to, like, pack up and go. I felt really tired and kind of exhausted, but I made it to class just in time, around, like, 8.15, which is pretty late. Professor Fogg didn't mind it. He was kind kind and anything and everything, but he told me that he was a bit surprised that I'm actually this late. I was a little mad at Eric because he, he did wake up. And was already there, but he told. I asked. I sat next to him and told him, "Hey, why didn't you wake me up?" He said, "I also woke up late too, but I didn't want to disturb you, so I decided to to wake to keep you sleeping since you had a rough night." I was a little mad, but it, I kind of understood his point there too. So we listened to Professor Professor Fogg's lecture. He really. We were actually pretty engaged, and we actually learned a few things about how components work in electronics, and how we can fix them, and other things that actually power things on. Now, once the class was over, Eric told me that I should ask Avery out, but Sarah was right around the corner, and they were they were giggling and talking like girl like most college girls do. I don't know what what was Eric thinking, but he went up to Avery, and Avery Avery looked at me with a little bit of confusion. Eric whispered something in her ear, but I don't know what it is. All I can do is guess at what it, what what is he trying to do. So we went to the English English class. Sarah Sarah gave me this mere mean stare look, like you. Like, she's ready to snap your neck the next day. 
but it worked. I don't really remember much about the lecture in English class. All I knew is that I was a bit embarrassed about what Eric did, but nothing else. Once I got up the class, I went up to Avery. Sarah wasn't too happy about it. Me and Avery started talking a little bit, and she said, I told her, hey, want to grab breakfast one of these days? She said, she said, sure. Sarah wasn't too happy about it and looked at me like she was going to kill me, saying that I don't even have a chance with her. But that is fine. At least I got a chance to actually eat breakfast with her. The day went pretty fast this time, faster than I can imagine. I got home, was a little happy, and did a little bit of homework. I also... I also was glad that I finished my essay, and it was ready to be submitted. All I had to do was basically give it to the teacher next, the next class, which is Monday. But this, I woke up around 2 in the morning, once I went to sleep. I felt like I slept nothing. And this was the worst experience that I had, yet. I woke up, this time... I heard screaming and and yelling and crawling like demons from the underworld world trying to escape their eternal death. It was so scary to the point where I, I tried to move. Like you can see me shake a little bit, but I wasn't able to move. And there it was, a really tall, sh sharp looking figure. Like completely dark. With like holes between them that were like transparent that you can see right through them. The figure flowed back and forth, getting closer and closer, but then leaning over and looking at me. I felt it crawl between my back and trying to go around my neck. As I tried to move, I was unable to, and I was really scared. Once I, I snapped out of it, I looked back and got up real quickly. This time, I did not scream. I was like, what was going on? At this point, I knew exactly what it was, and it was sleep paralysis. I got up and tried to figure out what was going on. I don't know if I should eat some pills, go back to sleep, or just relax. I know for a fact I wasn't going back to sleep. Especially after I see I seen what happened. So I waited. Wednesday came back around and I got I got to go to breakfast with Avery. We went to this corner restaurant which is quite nice. But most people don't expect it to be that nice. It was shining di dinner, which is a quite, is a quite lovely place. So I sat down. Avery was already at the restaurant waiting for me. She said she will be paying for this time, since she has more money than me. I guess I don't know. Avery ordered french fries with a few eggs on the side 
and toast. I went with the basic omelet of the day for that place, which was pretty good. But other than that, I really enjoyed it. So the conversation went something like this. I told Amy, what do you study? Avery looked at me with a little bit of confusion, and she said, well, I don't know what I want to study. I'm just sort of like going for nursing because I think it is some way that I can help people live their life somehow without actually doing too much harm. So she said back to me, so what do you do? I told her, I'm an electrical engineer. And I really want to actually give people power. She laughed at me a little bit. And, and I sort of found that kind of cute. But other than that, we had a good time. But the worst, the worst part was I asked her her phone number. And she said, well, I don't give anybody just my phone number. And I don't really feel comfortable yet to give you my phone number. Maybe later. So we finished our breakfast. She paid for the whole meal, which I feel kind of bad, bad that she did because I'm usually the one that wants to actually pay for that. And the tradition is men pay for the meal. But I didn't let it get to me. So the day was pretty boring after that. Me and Eric played a few games here and there and maybe enjoyed a little bit of N64. The night came back around, and this time, I just didn't want to sleep. I just stayed in my bed, staring at the ceiling, hoping that I can get some nice sleep. Once I did fall asleep, I woke up again to the screeching demons of the underworld. Nobody else can hear it, but this time, all you hear is like crawling. Crawling like people crawling. And then you hear this loud bang. And I'm like, I'm scared. This time, it was a deformed figure moving side to side. Very deformed, like three arms, four legs, mostly a spider creature Blending with a fox. Which really gave me the creeps. At this point, I didn't care. If it wants to rip, rip my soul and take it, it can take it. I woke up and said, yeah, I'm getting help. So around next morning, I contact the local therapist section or psychology section in the book in my college it has a counseling and helping center which I am going to contact them I set up a meeting with them and they said they would be gladly to help and that's where I'm going to end it here